Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. This is when Jesus calms the storm. We looked at this in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. You can hear that Daily Dose devotion in episode 489, but we're going to cover it today as well because the text is a little bit different, not contradictory, just different, more nuanced. Before I dive into this text, though, I don't know if you can hear the printer in the background. We've got a printer in the other room that's printing off our quarterly news newsletter, which is going to get mailed out at the end of this week. And it just reminded me that I should invite you to join our mailing list if you would like. You can email us at info at christiancrusaders.org if you'd like to be added to our newsletter mailing list. Verse 35, on that day when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in a boat just as he was. And other boats were with him. So just to set the stage here, they're on the Sea of Galilee. It's been a long day of teaching for Jesus. He's taught four parables, parable of the sower, the lamp under the basket, the growing seed, and the parable of the mustard seed. And this is a little bit unique in the book of Mark because most of Mark is written describing things that Jesus did, not so much what he taught. But here we have a segment of four parables, one right after the other, and then it's time to get in the boat and go to the other side. Verse 37. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him. I'm going to link a sermon by Pastor John MacArthur, I think one of the best preachers that is alive today, that covers this text that goes way more in depth and is better than anything I could offer up in six minutes. But one of the things he talks about is the calm before the storm, the calm during the storm, of course Jesus is asleep on the cushion, the calm after the storm, which is actually the calm that Jesus created by speaking to the wind and the waves, and then the storm after the calm. The storm after the calm being the fear and the awe that was the result of this incredible miracle where Jesus is proven to be God, powerful over even the wind and the waves. Something else that's interesting, which I read about, which John MacArthur alludes to in his sermon, is that the Sea of Galilee is a very unique body of water. It's situated more than 600 feet below sea level. It's surrounded by mountains, kind of in a bowl. And due to that and other factors, there are great winds that can just come up suddenly on this lake. So this isn't a totally unique situation. This is something that the Sea of Galilee would have been somewhat accustomed to, not totally rare. And even if the disciples had never been in a storm this bad, they had certainly, as fishermen, been out on the lake when the winds picked up and they'd been part of choppy seas. So the fact that they freak out the way they do about this storm makes us think that this must have been even beyond what they were used to. The text says that evening had come. In the book of Matthew, it says night. So add to it darkness in addition to the wind and the waves. Jesus, as we learn from his miraculous power over over nature. Jesus is God, but he's also man. We've talked about how Jesus condescended. He's the second person of the Trinity, the Son. He condescended to become a man, to live in human flesh, and here we see a glimpse of his humanity. He's exhausted and he's asleep on a cushion, even in the midst of this violent storm. I don't know about you, but I like a good nap from time to time, and it is encouraging for me to see the Savior, the Son of God, the Messiah himself, enjoying a nap of his own. Don't be ashamed to do that once in a while. Other than the main purpose of this miracle, which is to 
build the disciples' faith, which I'll come back to in a second. The portion of this text that stands out most to me is when the disciples wake him up and say, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Stop and think about that for a second. The whole reason Jesus is on earth is because he cares that people are perishing. Every human since Adam has been born into sin, is an enemy of God, is under his wrath, and has a one-way ticket to hell, which is the ultimate perishing. Not just dying in this life, but experiencing separation from God after death for eternity. They have no idea how much he cares that they're perishing. They have no idea the degree to which they are threatened by perishing, not because of this storm and the water that they might drown in but because of their spiritual but because of their spiritual condition before a holy God and they have no idea that to defeat the threat of perishing Jesus himself is going to have to perish of course Jesus cares that they are perishing at the same time he's not as concerned about the threat that the wind and the waves pose as they are and can't you identify with that we tend to see things right in front of us we tend not to grasp the big picture or if we do we drift away from it and get bogged down by details in the here and now. In his sermon, MacArthur says this is a God-ordained storm to set up a God-ordained miracle so that the disciples will grow their faith. Think about that for a second. God-ordained storms. Have you ever been through one of those? I'm sure you have. The loss of a loved one, the loss of a job, relational conflict, financial strain, sickness. Storms in our lives are plentiful. But have you thought of them as God-ordained storms to set up God-ordained miracles? This isn't to say that we should be excited the next time a storm comes into our lives. In fact, it's in my nature to avoid them as much as possible. But when they come, we can be convinced that our Savior, our Creator, knows and He cares and He has provided a way and a hope for us to endure them until a time when we who have faith in Jesus, who've received his righteousness, had our penalty for sin paid and have been reconciled to our creator. A time where there would be no storms. This one who has power over the wind and the waves on the Sea of Galilee has power over the wind and the waves in our lives, including the very worst waves of sin and death. And he will be faithful to deliver us who have faith in Christ to the ultimate calm for Forever. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader, God Design 3 Social Institute to shape our lives, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.